We're going to be positive every day. You're the people being negative. You and some of the fans. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. And all this negativity that's in this town sucks. And I've been around, and, and, and when Jim Rice was booed, I've been around with Yosemite booed, and it stinks. It makes the greatest town, greatest city in the world lousy. This is Entitled Town. Durant's got to put it up, gets it off in time. Off the mark, no good. Horford the rebound. Celtics have a timeout, decide not to use Brown the drive. Jalen Brown kicks it out. Smart fakes inside. Tatum spins and he puts it in. Celtics go up by one. They wave it off. No, howdy, howdy, duty looking doofus Mike Green. They did not wave it off. Uh, Celtics win, uh, Celtics sweep the Nets. They win game one and quite honestly, one of the, the best playoff games of the uh, the new millennium there, Mike, on Route 1. Did it move when uh, when uh, Tatum made the layup to win game one? Yeah, that was, uh, I was, uh, I, I made a scene at the, uh, <clears throat> at the in-laws um, <laughs> at, at that one. And uh, I regret nothing. Um, and I re- regret no words that these, uh, that, the ch- that the children heard. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was a good one. Um, and it was, it was kind of, you could see it happening in slow motion yes. as he like started to spin. You're like, holy shit, this is going in. And yeah, that was a, that was as, I don't know. I, I don't know where I, I I'd rank it in the, in the millennium, but it's, uh, it's up there. It, it was up there it, for, but you know, the stakes weren't through the roof, but it was, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't fist, haven't fist pumped like that for, for the Celtics or a non-Patriots game in a long time. So it was, uh, it was fun. That game was a ton of fun. I was, I was telling, uh, saying before we started recording way too much pleasure in winning that series and that band of assholes from Hipsterville. Scartelli. Um, I mean, we're in, in the pantheon of 21st century, great moments for the Celtics. You got to do the, the comeback against the Nets in 2002, Ray Allen spinning in the layup in game four in the, in the Staples Center against the Lakers in 2008. But, you know, how did you feel after that game? I, I really thought the Nets were done after that game. And, you know, after the fact, Al, I proved to be right. You are getting excited beating a play-in team, caller. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this, is a, this was a great series, a great... Uh, Great wins, you know, the, the the point that's you know that's why you play the game, to borrow a phrase, and uh, like you say, you'd have to uh, again to just borrow another uh, another phrase from the great Oscar Wilde. You'd have to have a heart of stone not to laugh, seeing Kyrie get beat like this. <laughs> Kyrie was great in Game One, and like I find it very interesting that Kyrie is taking almost no heat. Uh, for his performance in games two, three, and four. And Durant has kind of been the face of the loss. And Durant was, you know, Durant was aggressive. He didn't have a great series. Tatum, you know, definitely had his coming out. Uh, I hesitate to use the phrase coming out party as kind of a, a, a lazy phrase. But Tatum, I mean, Tatum's a great player, and he's just proving that. So I want to introduce um, someone that uh, Mike on Route 1 and Scartelli and I 
have a great deal of affection for, and he's a fellow hoop head like the two of us. Uh, old friend Chico Walker, the old goofball board member is here. <laughs> Chico, um, I'll ask you the same question I asked Mike on Route 1. Did it move when Tatum laid it in? Oh, my God. Like, so what, what, I very rarely get to watch Celtics games in real time. Um, and usually recording it, watching it after every, the kids are in bed and everything. But I insisted on watching this one in real time. Kids were, I said, you can watch the game with me if you want, but it might get ugly. They eventually left the room. And when <laughs> that, the final shot went in, like I, I mean, I, whatever, whatever it was, I yelled. I don't remember specifically. It was probably some sort of curse, but my wife and two small children came running into the room as if there was something wrong. And, and I was like, they won. And my wife's like, that's it. I was like, yeah, no, yeah, they won at the buzzer. Like when I, you know, rewound it several times and made her watch it. And I said, like, look at that. I said, breaking the play down. I said, Marcus normally takes that shot. Look at Brown usually goes into the lane and tries some weird one footed fadeaway. And, and uh, you know, she didn't appreciate that, but she, she, she humored me. So. <laughs> Chico, Chico, be honest. Did you shit your pants when Marcus started to square up? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but the thing was, it wouldn't have been, it, it wouldn't have been that bad a shot considering how much time was left on the clock. You know what I mean? If, if you think about it, like looking back at, you know, we have the benefit of hindsight now to make that pass with 1.7 yes. seconds, whatever it was like that had to be, even if someone just gets a fingertip on it, even if like Durant got a fingertip on it and went and it rolled out and Derek White was able to pick it up. He's not going to have time to get a shot off. Like it, so yes. I mean, just, you know, just reflexively, like, you know, you, you say, Marcus, come on, don't shoot that. But if he had taken the shot, just considering the situation, you know, go in or go out or, or not go in. It, it would have been understandable. I agree. Um, you know, Mike, you know, has Mark, you know, Marcus is, you know, one of my favorite players in the team. I, there's nobody on the team. I want to win more to get a ring than Marcus, unless it's maybe Al. Um, and Tice has been fantastic filling in for, for uh, Rob Williams, but smart. I feel like smarts really, the team is his, he's got the keys. He's the point guard in quotation fingers. He's the, He's the lead guard in that team. And he, he, I feel like he's really found himself. Yeah. Uh, they, they do take his, his personality. And, uh, you know, I thought I, there was, there was a, at last night when he picked up Durant um, full court and tried to pick his pocket. And that was, that was an absolutely terrible call because he's, he, he got the tip and he's got just as much a right to that loose ball as Durant does, and the fact that Durant oh the play the him. play where he went for it and dove yeah. for it right yeah I, I I like that yeah he's got just as much a right to that as Durant does, and the fact that Durant tripped over him does not mean it's a foul on Smart, but um I, I just yeah I, I I'm glad that he um has you know the defensive player of the year um you know I I wish I had one of my my great laments in, in losing the old the old Twitter account. Uh, may it rest in peace. Uh, it is uh, there was I could probably still find one half of the conversation with that uh, liver spotted toupee uh, who with the with the direct line to Tom Senior um, talking about Smart and his 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 hundred percent confidence that Smart would never be a, a good shooter. And I said he will he will be a league average shooter. He for a guard he he will at some point and if he's not there I think he what is he 34, 35, That's pretty darn good. You know that's that's what you want from a guy who's that good defensively uh, just to be able to sit, stand there and uh, competently knock down um, open threes. But um, yeah, he's, they have his personality, uh, yeah. especially at that end of the floor. Pico, I used to call it the Marcus smart tax, the one or two bad threes he'd take a game. 
I feel yeah. like that has been a lip. No, I'm not going to, what does I say this? I feel like that's been eliminated and he's really, oh, the entitled dog bell is now thinking someone's knocking at the door. Well, well done, asshole. Uh, Chico, I feel like the he's Marcus responding Smart. to your dog. It's a response to your dog whistle about uh, Marcus Smart taking bad shots. I know what that's code for. <laughs> okay, he's no, caller. He's no Duncan Robinson. <laughs> yes, or Tyler Harrow. Uh, how do you, do you feel like Smart's really, you know, just taken to the next level? Dear God, Bell, go ahead, go ahead, Chico. Yeah, I I agree. Like, he, you know, like like Mike said, his you know he's never going to be a guy shooting 43 percent from three, but if he could get to league average and like, you know, on, you know, 35% on six per game, well, you know, that's like what, two, two for six or whatever. That's fine. And that, that tax you said, and it's part of it's situational too. Like the, it's not early in the shot clock before the ball moved. I mean, there are times that like he might take the three with seven seconds on the clock when he might've been able to make one more pass, but we can live with that considering, like you said, how good of a defensive player is. Think about that. Um, I forget which game it was, but, the game that Minnesota lost to Memphis when they were up a bunch. 26. And then it was that the game where like at the end, of, you looked at the end of the game and like Towns had taken like six shots, but like Patrick Beverly was correct. You know, Patrick Beverly is a, is a guy that's compared to smart in a lot of ways, like in terms of their attitude, the, 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 the defense and sort of the culture, or whatever. But I mean, we complain about smart, maybe taking one or two shots too many, but, He's never like there's never been games where you know oh my god Smart took 22 shots today and Tatum only took six, like yeah that's know, that's, true. that's that's where it really starts to get crazy like what what happened with Patrick Beverly that night my neck my neighbor across the street moved he's a Minnesota, he's a Wolves fan he's from Minnesota and the next day I just said to him I said what the hell happened he just shook his head part of it he thinks his thinks cats a, a bit soft which he is but Towns said, is a head oh, case yeah I mean he's so talented but Jesus Christ like you know you can't how do you take four shots or whatever the hell it was. It's, but part of that's on Beverly. I mean, Beverly's like bringing the ball up and just like goes into a shit that at the beginning of the shot clock. What are you going to do? You gonna tackle him and take the ball from him? Scartelli, does the Boston media understand basketball less than football? No, only because of uh, Bob Ryan's uh, deathless expertise. That's the that's the one saving <laughs> grace that we've got going on. Mike, your thoughts on Bob Ryan on. Uh... You know, it's funny, Bob and I, uh, Bob and I, in in a in a perfect in in there's some alternate universe where Bob and I are our close friends. We both have an appreciation for the uh, Great American Songbook. Um, we talk about the old days, um, you know. But um, uh, Jurassic Bob, I actually kind of I don't hate him. I, I, I don't I, either. I, I kind of don't hate him. Because he kind of he does like sports, like Pete Shepard. He does kind of like sports, you know. Keeps the show moving. No, we, you that know sort what? Though thing. we mocked that. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, Chico. We, no, please we, interrupt. We we mocked that in rightful, right, rightly at times, but th that's legitimate. Like he he likes sports. He's not a curmudgeon. I mean, yes. he's curmudgeonly about like you know he he wants to claim that you know George <laughs> Mikan is as good as you know Joel Embiid or whatever. But like, um, but he does. I mean, you can you can get the enthusiasm for him you, you get the sense that he's like sitting down to watch whatever game is happening tonight that's not the Celtics because he's a, he's a fan and it, may, it might be a low bar but like there's no way in hell that like Shaughnessy is doing that Shaughnessy couldn't tell you like if you put John Morant and Desmond Bain in front of Shaughnessy he wouldn't know who, who was who is just too black you know what I mean like, two people I mean, have never been in this kitchen all right Ryan might just like he might overinflate the guys of his era 
Um, but I mean, I think everybody has a tendency to do that. I get, I get in the arguments with like guys my age that claim that, you know, yeah, LeBron couldn't play in the eight. No, of course not. He, he's no way he'd be able to score on Rick Mahorn. Well, let me ask you, let me, let me, let me throw uh, raw meat to Mike on route one here. What happens if Bob Cousy in his prime tries to guard Kyrie? Uh, if, if, if he had to play, you know, 38 minutes with guarding Kyrie, well, they, they, they'd triple him at some point, but let's just go the other way. What if Kyrie gets, if, yeah, if Kyrie gets put in the time machine and I saw this conversation with JJ Reddick stealing my bet and even going with the plumbers, <laughs> well, leaving out the, the insurance salesman, the insurance salesman are getting the, uh, and the fuel oil truck drivers. Yeah. yeah, yeah what the <laughs> hell? Uh, but yeah, no, Kyrie, I think Kyrie would score, you know, Without the three, you don't have the three, but he would score 70 points, I would think, like just like randomly being dropped in on a Tuesday night in Philadelphia. Uh, he, he might even challenge Wilt. Um, He'd be Wilt in 62, averaging 50 yeah. a game. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, that's I, I feel bad trashing those guys. We've talked about this before. I, I do feel bad trashing those guys because they were they were, you know, they 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 set the set the standard, but I mean it's it's not great. There's a there's I a think reason you would have. I'm sorry, Kuzi would have that heart attack that Blake Griffin was threatening to have the other night. <laughs> the two, Blake, packs of, two packs of Chesterfields a day. I thought, was I that, thought that was a bit at first. Was like, that Blake was Griffin or Al Zervik saying his arm was broken with the Griffin? <laughs> I know. Well, I, I was getting Fred Sanford vibes from him. Like, he was holding <laughs> his chest. Like, uh, like, I mean, he, I know he hasn't played in a while, but he, he only, was only in the game for a couple of minutes. Like, I know he's trying to guard guard Jalen, and, and that's obviously incredibly difficult, but he still is. He's a broken-down professional athlete, but he's still a professional athlete. I love like he, that the he, Nets – I love that the Nets and – I, and I tweeted this out. I love that the Nets management is reassembled the 2017 All-NBA team. Blake Griffin's out there. I think you're, you're being generous. Try 2012. <laughs> Scartelli, how yes. mentally soft is Kyrie Irving? He's – got uh he's got enough uh you know mental mental gumption to hang on to all the crazy ideas even the ones that conflict with each other but uh these he did seem to have a a lot of quit in him for the uh the final uh final three games i I agree mm -hmm, and it uh, really sucks that he hit that three against against gold i was just gonna bring that up how different is this how different mike is his career narrative if he doesn't make that three and go in oakland in 2016 yeah it's one shot too and he he played well down the stretch whatever but that that's that's his career i guess so he he gets that on you know in the uh in the first line of the obit but man he really he really bailed himself out with that one because other than that it's i I saw a thing today said he'd be bradley beal which is like you know, Man. the guy who scores yeah. a lot on a bad team, like whatever. There's obviously talent there. I mean, he's insanely talented. But yeah, I agree. That that's kind of like the uh, the two thousand. Not to get off topic too much, but the uh, the the two thousand and nine Yankees World Series always bugs me for that same reason. Like if they could have just not won <laughs> one, then maybe at you know twenty twenty two years or whatever. But um, I think with like that, you mentioned before, um, like that like Kyrie's not getting as much grief as Durant. I think it's because he had like he hasn't he's just kind of like disappeared and like he hasn't taken like an egregious shot or done something like tried to guard Giannis. Remember when he got tried to guard Giannis and like he didn't oh, the do any Milwaukee of that kind series of three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he just he just like was just one of the guys, you know. Like you know, he, he Durant took eleven shots in Game Three, I think it was, but Kyrie had a, a game like that where he only took like twelve or thirteen. I mean, those guys, short of like Durant being triple teamed and just feeding it to Bruce Brown, who's just sitting under the basket by himself. Those guys should be each taking 25 shots a game. 
they, they're they, going to play over 40 minutes. They should. I mean, Kyrie, Kyrie was bad in games two, three, and four. And let's not forget game one, the final Nets possession. He absolutely hijacked oh, that possession trying to win the, win the game on his own. Oh, he, he so wanted that dagger in the garden moment. Like he, he was, he was dribbling into a double team with like three seconds left on the shot clock. And then he kicked it out to Durant from 35. Like, if I'm Durant, I'm pissed there because he's the one who missed a shot. But it was all on, the whole thing was on Kyrie. And then the Roger Dorn, the Roger Dorn at the end of the of game one was fantastic. At the end of the uh, the Tatum, the Tatum shot too was fantastic. So <laughs> the Ole bullshit, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic, <laughs> Mike. Um, Tatum, what's a comp for him? Is he a longer Kawhi? Um, is he a, a shorter Durant? I mean, what are we witnessing? I don't really know. Um, I, I don't know that there, I, I don't know what a, a current comp is. I don't even know what an older an older comp is. Um, uh, Durant is an okay comp, I guess. Uh, that that that's that makes a little bit of sense to me. Um, He's six ten. Durant's a legit seven footer. Yeah, like that's okay. Like I like just the build a little bit thicker, but I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the I don't know what I guess the who who his historical comparison um would be i don't know that there is um a, a great Agreed. list of them but as far as what his ceiling is it I, I think we're kind of getting a hint of that now i thought he you know i thought last year he was a top 12-ish maybe um and then i think this year he's a top you know whatever you want to say five five to seven five but higher than that you know he, he he's a top five looks like a top five player in the league. And I think it's an interesting thing with where the league is at right now, because you've got kind of like the, the Steph, you know, Steph is still you know, playing at a high level. LeBron is, but he can't, you know, LeBron can't take, you know, Boogie, uh, Boogie right. Gibson and uh, Della Belladova to the finals anymore. Durant looks stiff. This series um, didn't have a ton of help. Durant's but, uh, not a young guy anymore. No. So there's a lot of miles on, on, on those guys. So, and then, then there's like that, you know, then there's kind of Giannis. So whatever. Um, but you know, the, I think Tatum is kind of in a in a class, you know, by himself in his age group that has kind of made that leap. Maybe Luca's there. I guess I I kind of prefer for Tatum, um, but uh, you know, so the, the league is really balanced with I think a lot of good players and the younger players that really haven't you know started to make that leap like Tatum necessarily has a lot. Yeah, the right. guys like Morant, stuff like that. So um, yeah, I I think I think you know for the next four years he's he's a top five player. Um, which is great for, for the Celtics. Chico, Larry Larry Bird won his first title in the 1981 season. Uh, shout out to the 81 Eastern Conference Finals there, Mike Unruh won. Bird was 24 when he won his first title. It was his second year. Tatum's in his fifth year. He just turned 24. I'm not comparing Bird to Tatum, but um, Tatum's ascent, um, his coming out party, again, using a lazy phrase. I mean, it's been, what's happened since, early January with the Celtics emerging with, you know, Stevens made some deft trades, getting rid of Schroeder and getting rid of Richardson. I feel like the pieces fit bringing back Tice to support Horford and Rob Williams when, you know, Rob Williams certainly has a little bit of a checkered injury history, but I feel like on this Celtic team, the pieces fit. No, oh, it's, it's amazing. And it, it's sometimes I, I'll be watching and I have to remind myself that, Horford and Tice were not here for a, a time because it, it doesn't feel that you know what I mean like yeah. like I, I forgot what I was I saw something the other day I don't even know why I saw the name and it was like it was it was Hernan Gomez Juancho Hernan Gomez 
And I said to him, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember when he was on the Celtics? I said, yeah, that was three months ago. Like, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it seems like it was a, a, a different season. Um, but, yeah, the, the, everybody that like, you see, you see people starting to um, complain a little bit about Derek White. And, I, and then when you said that's, that, that's the lack of understanding about basketball, he's not going to be a guy that scores 20 a game or whatever. He can have a good game where he scores six, seven, eight points. He shot um, pretty well in game four. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, his shooting, I mean, he'd he probably be the first to admit his shooting's not where it should be. And yeah. 30% from three is not acceptable, but I mean, his, his career average is higher than that. And, you know, you like to think he'd probably, you know, he'd probably get there. But just in terms of like, they don't, they don't suffer for him coming in. They don't have to hide him on defense. Like they, I, they've had to with, you know, every practically every guard that's been on the team short of Marcus for the last however many years. Um, and so in terms of, in terms of pieces fitting, you look at the defense and you, you never say like, Oh, you know, I can't, Marcus is coming out and white's coming in. They're going to, they're going to go after him. The switching on everything is high. That, have you ever seen anything like that? Where like you have multiple guards on a team that can switch on a bigs. No. Nope. Do you see multiple bigs that can switch on the guards? They have legitimately, I mean, I saw tight, like, you know, I don't want Tice guarding Kyrie for an extended period, but he can switch on them and, and, and hold, hold the line for three or four seconds or whatever. And, and, or, and force him into like a sort of tough shot, which I mean, Kyrie is able, obviously able, uh, able to hit, but the pieces fit amazingly. It really like, it, I, I was happy when they got Tice just from like a, a nostalgia standpoint because i like yeah. I, you know he's playing for houston i didn't see him play you look at his he numbers, didn't, like, he yeah, didn't play in houston like, right well i mean yeah that too but, but but then he came in it's like oh i remember like this guy just like does all those things and he and especially with williams getting hurt he did a a serviceable uh impersonation of him for a month and it, it allows them some some depth in, in the rounds moving forward here's a stat that i saw earlier today and i just confirmed it on basketball reference the nets the celtics are a terrific defensive team this is an indisputable fact. The Nets shot 50.3% for the series and yeah. still got swept. Um, Scully, um, was this as good a first? I mean, is it fair to, to say that it's to win the first round series? It almost feels like I'm, we're over celebrating this, but throw in the Kyrie factor. Um, you know, it's it's a great first round win. I feel like I'm over celebrating a first round win, but it was it was awesome. The Kyrie thing puts it over the top. Well, just to uh, just to go back a bit, if the Celtics had a player named Juancho Hernan Gomez on the squad this year, I think I would have heard about it. Yes, <laughs> but uh, I might be confusing him with his brother. <laughs> I know oh, exactly. Uh, they're, they're, they're triplets, aren't they? That's where the confusion lies. Definitely, definitely. But this, I just get the feeling that we were we were hearing that you know that the Nets could possibly win this series. It was uh, they're you know they're underdogs, but really aren't they kind of favorites, sort of things. And now that they got swept, that's all being you know rewritten on the fly. Well, here you go, Scartelli. This is from the execrable Felcher and Maserati program um, right before the series started. No. But there are members of that Celtics organization that did not want the Brooklyn Nets. Who do you think he's talking about? Players or coaches or front office? Who do you think he was referring to? Players. Nice call, dipshit. <laughs> uh, Mike, <laughs> the Bucks are on tap. They're probably going to eliminate the Bulls. Are the Bucks the most formidable um, hurdle to the Celtics getting out of the East? 
Um, man, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't given their current state of, um, Middleton's injury, out. of injury, Middleton and Hill is, is banged up. I think he might be on the verge of trying to play uh, questionable. Um, so I don't I, probably just, um, but for what, you know, I, I feel like they had a bit of the, a bit of the, uh, post, uh, you know, deep playoff run, <laughs> uh, championship, uh, hangover thing going on there. So, um, it doesn't, I'm, I'm, you know, I said earlier on the last time we talked about the Celtics, I think, you know, look, I think they can come out of the East. Yeah. Uh, I'll be happy if they went around. Um, now I, it's, it's tough given how they just played to maybe I'm, um, overrating them a bit. I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I see them beating, um, beating that team. Um, they're tough, but I just think the way they're playing. Who guards Giannis? I, they'll, they'll mix it up with the big. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll throw everybody at them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, that was one of the things that where they, they were so good at, um, at mixing, you know, mixing, uh, stuff on Durant, you know, every time he kind of got below really like the, um, the break below the break, they just like ran guys at him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, different, different player here coming up, but I, I think they'll just, they'll throw bodies at him. And, um, you know, I, I don't think there, there's as much danger, um, in the switching game. They did such a good job. Um, you know, Chico's point, um, you know, mixing up how they played the, um, the pick and roll, um, you know, sometimes they blitz, sometimes they'd auto switch, sometimes mm-hmm. they'd, they'd show over it. Um, so I think, you know, there's, I have less concern, especially if, um, you know, guys like Hill and Middleton are, are less than hundred percent. I hate that Lopez, by the way, those tall motherfuckers really just <laughs> annoy the shit out of me. Chico, how do you feel about the matchup, uh, the looming matchup against Milwaukee? Uh, with the, the guy on Milwaukee that always is that I always fear as a fan is Middleton. Middleton um, turns into Michael up. Jordan every time he places he, he faces just, the Celtics. Giannis, uh, where where have you gone, Semi Ojale? Wasn't that his uh, designated? <laughs> is he on the Bucks? Did he Shout out to Semi Ojale. Yeah, I think like with with Giannis, they have uh, like Mike just said, they've got enough. Like you know, it can be a combination of Horford and Tatum and, and Grant. Like. I'm not like worried about Giannis. He's going to get 30, you know, 30. It's only, you know, he's only going to get 50, but it's Middleton, the guy that always seems to be the killer. If he's not hundred percent, I think the Celtics, I mean, I think Celtics roll them. You know, the, the rest, they're not as deep as they have been. Like, you know, Portis is good, but he's kind of a wild card. He's not a guy you can like pencil in for 18 to 20 a night. Cause he's, cause he's crazy. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, like Lopez, he, you know, he can spot up and whatever, and he can be a kind of a weapon that way. But who, who's he going to guard on defense? Who's he like? Is he going to guard? That's Horford? tough. I, is, is it like a Drummond thing where they can't play Drummonds? The Nets couldn't play Drummond because he couldn't move on defense. I, I mean, I'm, I haven't seen Brook. I mean, didn't he miss a lot of time this year? Like, he, he's been kind of a statue for a long time. Like, if he's guarding. Horford or Tice, like they're gonna they're gonna be buying into the rim pretty consistently, I would think. But and if Middleton was hundred percent, I would I would call it. I mean, I'd call it like you know maybe the home, the home court advantage is the thing that I might tip it in the Celtics' favor. But if he's less man, I think they'll be fine. Chico, I would ask politely for you not to use the phrase statue because it triggers me. 
Uh, Scartelli, any I'm thoughts? Sorry. On- yeah, I'm so sorry. I forgot who I was talking to. Scartelli, <laughs> any thoughts on the Bucks series and, uh, oh, no, and uh, my, my the, the great Gian- Giannis is truly great. Oh, definitely, definitely. My my esteemed colleagues have you know handled uh, handled out pretty much said what I was going to say. They they stole my thunder, but I'm okay with that. Oh, there you go. I I'm, I'm very very sorry, Scartelli, that we we're not going to have the time to get to your uh, seven round thirty two team mock draft and analyze and dissect it here in the podcast. Mike, uh, the NFL draft, uh, do you have the same apathy that I'm feeling uh, for this draft? I think a lot of it is just the oversaturation of it of uh, on social media with the, the draft nicks and the PFF and the, and the grades and all this bullshit. But uh, I, I, I really just, will I pay attention? Yeah, maybe. I'll probably have, I'll have the draft on the second screen and have some NBA playoffs on the primary screen. What, what are you feeling about the draft? Why do you have to be so negative, Craig? I'm a, I love I love the draft. <laughs> All right, Larry no. Johnson for the win. Go ahead. I had the phrase uh, draft Nick come through my head today for some reason. Yes. It's yeah. his favorite yeah. time of year. Because you're is. a sick, yeah. sick individual, Chico. That's why. I uh <laughs> I, I I just I I guess you know round about the um the the Sergio Kindle, I think it was, was it the Sergio Kindle Sergio Ricky, Kindle. Ricky Jesus. Sapp Jesus. Ricky Sapp uh and that that was that the was that the the McCordy that Albert is do we miss the, oh, I think it might be tomorrow I might have to, I got to do a search for when Albert Breer really likes what Dallas did just for the record. yeah and they they were cut out of position drafting uh, drafting McCordy when they could have had Sergio Kindle so round about <laughs> that I I realized I didn't know anything and so like any time I was putting in grinding tape which is you know code for looking at um, YouTube YouTube like with yeah. rap music over it. Um, you know that I, I realized it was it was kind of pointless and a waste of waste of my time. So you know, like now if it's like okay, uh, yeah, like last year, like okay, I I had eyes so I could see that Mac Jones was great. I could see you know you knew Christian Barmore was really good and he fell. So Hold on, great Greg draft. Bedard. Greg Bedard has the shit right. on him. It's going to drop. Any notable minute. exception. Yeah, notable exception, right? But yeah, no, I I, I don't know anything. So it's like, what am I going to do? Uh, break down tape, like you know, if. They'll they'll draft a guy like Duggar and I'll say okay well they know something I don't you know I, I sound like yeah everybody's saying Marino the Jets must know something they'll take some guy and I'll be like oh it's a great pick it's a great pick so. I do have to say my favorite thing that happened on social media in the past week is these guys are trying to make me like them Rob Gronkowski and Wes Welker hold on to the fucking ball Wes dragging Greg Bedard just you know had me smiling ear to ear. Uh, Man, that, that was great. Bedard's such a fuck stick. God. Um, Chico, do you, any thoughts on the draft? Are you going to pay attention? Are you going to let your uh, let your son um, roll over a matchbox car on your head? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm with my, like, I don't, I don't follow college football really. Like, you know, I watch the bowl games and that's it. Um, I, I, I'll watch it to, to some degree, but I don't know from any of these players. And especially like, in a year where like last year it was exciting because the Pats had a higher pick than they normally do. Um, you know, if you're watching the draft by, you know, even you, the Pats are normally drafting, you know, 28 through 32. And at that point, the draft's been on for how many hours and you're like, Jesus right. Christ. And like, um, and then they and trade then, you know, back I, and I Bill Simmons a has a temper tantrum. Yeah. Yeah. But so I'll be, I'll be paying attention, but like I, to me, the draft is like, that I, I it, it's an annual reminder to watch that Jets video that that Mike referenced. That was <laughs> fantastic. The the the, the one th- the one smart thing that Mel Kiper ever said in his life. 
Um, <laughs> and besides that, it's like, and then you'll get get grades the next day that the Pats got a B minus instead of a B because of who they drafted in the fifth. Round. I mean, get the hell out of here. It's all nonsense. <laughs> it's exciting because it's like a new guy on your team. But you going back to like grinding tape slash YouTube videos, has there ever has everyone put out a YouTube video of like all their drops? Like, yeah, every single guy's highlights are good. Like, whatever. Like, you know, here's uh, you know, here's here's Trey Lance lighting up uh Wyoming State and like okay fine but what does that mean when he's trying to play in the NFL? None of us know that. Most people that opine on this as you know so so called experts know don't know it either. So just look at it as an entertainment product and not really like anything uh, anything more than that. I got to throw the challenge flag. Challenge flag. He said, "Well said there, Irons." I got to throw the challenge flag at entertainment product when Rod the dynamic personality. That is Roger Goodell was involved. Scott, oh, you it doesn't to- mean it's an entertainment product. Like, I mean, I, you know, 90% of my media consumption is Paw Patrol. So I need, you know, <laughs> I need, like whatever. It's something, it's something of like, oh, those are grownups and not cartoons. I'm going to watch this for a minute. Scarcy, uh, will you watch the draft? Well, back in the day, my uh, my draft Nick status peaked when I correctly predicted uh, Gerard Mayo was going to be the Patriot selection. <laughs> and then I saw that uh, Michael Hawley also did that so that really took the starch out of my shorts with that <laughs> and uh it, none of us are like willie mcdonough and i'm just going to you know just get the pick. first uh the first you know 60 picks in order figured out and of course i can't tell you how many of my mock drafts were ruined by there being uh by there being trades i mean why would they even be allowed to do that <laughs> but Good no i like i'll i'll tune in i'll uh i'll you know be on the Twitter machine and watching uh, watching the information leak out a minute before they uh, get the big hug from the uh, from the ginger menace there. <laughs> the ginger. Did somebody complain about that today that they their mock draft was ruined because the Patriots traded a, a fifth for a sixth and seventh? Like who the, who the hell? <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know who that was. Rounds? What, what kind of what, to quote Seinfeld? What kind of lives are these? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a great point. And to your point you made earlier, Chico. Of these guys putting out their highlight videos, it's like the same thing. Like Darko Milicic working out against a yeah. folding chair. In that, a was gym. that was Yi. That was Yi. That was Yi against the folding chair, right? Yes. Oh, Yi yes. Jinlin, yes. former he Milwaukee a, Buck. Great. Posted up a folding chair. Yes. So you could score on a folding chair with both hands. <laughs> he likes country and western. He can score with both hands against <laughs> yeah, the folding exactly chair. Both. Um. Chico, um, you up for a little, uh, we're going to go a little entitled town old school here. You up for a little rapid fire? Go for it. All right. So we got some, uh, some crowdsourced rapid fire questions here. Jesus Again, Christ. we're going old school. So right. you are, you are a proud Rhode Islander, correct? Look at my hat. Can you see my hat? I'm wearing my, I'm wearing my Lupo sweatshirt, my Rhode Island hat. Well, that, that, that channels into Scartelli's cr- crowdsourced question. Uh, back in the day when you were at Lupo's, what was the best and worst act you saw at Lupo's? Uh, best act was um, I'll go with a I'll go with a tie. I'm going to cop out immediately. Wilco and Nico Case. Um, worst act, oof, besides like shitty local bands that I don't remember, <laughs> um, and Badfish, which is the the Sublime tribute. Sublime, exactly. But one that <laughs> oh. was like a sing. I mean, I I worked a thousand Badfish shows. It was awful. The, the one that I consider the singular one, and I think I wrote about this on the old site, was um, 
the Ray Manzarek experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Holy shit. That uh, I was, I was having this discussion with someone, the other, someone was asking me about the other day. And uh, yeah, that was like, say whatever you want about the doors. I don't really like them, but I can understand why people do. But if you took all of the worst parts of the doors without <laughs> anything that might be considered redeeming and distill that down into two hours, that is the Ray Manzarek experience. So <laughs> That, they, he was fine. He was fine. Like the, the like the worst one to, to to work in terms of just like, uh, just shitty people and was third eye blind. That that front <laughs> man is as much of a dirtbag prick as you have ever read about. Please please don't hold back, Chico. Let us know oh, how you no, really no, feel. No. Yeah. Awful. So I sorry for the premature asculation. Greg's or cellos? Um. Well, I worked at Greg's. But I, I'm gonna go. I'm eh, I'm gonna go cellos. It's a little, it's a little, little, little higher end for, for those. But I did work at Greg's. They're both fine. I, I, Greg's, Greg's, the Greg's I worked at was on the east side of Providence. I don't know if you're familiar with, but it's uh, it's a lot of like older money people over there, and uh, a lot of requests for extra pickles and <laughs> ice water with lemon, but not too cold. And then you know you get very little to no tip after. So that might color my opinion. A Rhode bit. Island typical. Rhode Island typical. Yeah, there you go. Um, what's less edible, a party pizza or Rhode Island clam chowder? Uh, well, I mean, you haven't had the party pizza that I make. Um, and I, I have some. I have some friends who are been in Rhode Island since college, but they're transplants from New York, and they still hate party pizza. The one you buy at the gas station <laughs> is shitty. The one that I made when I worked at Calvitos was awesome. Rhode Island clam chowder. I am as provincial a person as you'll find, but I do not really like Rhode Island clam chowder. So I'll, I'll say that's less edible. All right. What's the, what's the bigger rundown piece of garbage? Uh, the dunk or McCoy? Oh, uh, the dunk is it, 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 the, the civic center. Excuse me. I don't call it the dunk. It's the civic oh, it's center. The Providence it's, civic center. I'm sorry. Yes. yes. Um, it's, it's, it's actually pretty nice now relatively than to what it used to be. It was revamped a couple years ago. They made it like they added seats and stuff. So it could be eligible to uh, host NCAA tournament games because I, I think they have a minimum threshold um so i'll say mccoy i mean the the plus socks aren't there anymore obviously but mccoy even when they put some lipstick on it, it was still a pig but that was fine <laughs> like whatever it's in Pawtucket. i mean it's it's not only in Pawtucket; it's in a shitty part of Pawtucket. like there's all it was only it was only going to be made so nice ah uh, yes Pawtucket, the brockton of rhode island oh uh, what, what was what was the best rhode island peeler back in the day oh boy all right um for talent, I'd say fantasies, but <laughs> it's a talent was, game caller. Yeah, um, there was a place called Mario's that was that didn't really care what you did, um, and the Cadillac Lounge, <laughs> the Cadillac Lounge allowed you to like they didn't have a liquor license, so you'd like bring in your own beers and buy them back um, at a markup. But what you do is like you'd bring in a twelve pack, but you'd have as many beers on your person as you possibly could hold you'd buy back one of your own beers for five dollars drink the other six on that you had in your pockets and, and again very very can see that leading to trouble it doesn't sound yeah, like well, the rhode island i know raymond yeah. patriarcha was a, a goddamn entrepreneur chico oh the, he if raymond raymond spinning it is great like the, the place that he is was uh his former storefront where he worked out of on the, the, laundry, the laundromat like right on federal hill it, it was well. It was, it was like yeah. It was like a. It was like a store that yeah. It was kind of like a laundromat, but it was also like they sold like uh, like like 
like gumball machines and shit like that too. It's like stuff to like outfit your uh, your convenience store or whatever. But it's now like a like a tropical smoothie place, which I'm you know I'm sure he was you know <laughs> that's that's distressing was, in many ways. He was big into his kiwi mango, uh, you know, collagen. <laughs> Who is who is the goat New England gangster? Is it Whitey or is it Raymond? Uh, I mean, it's gotta it's gotta be. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's Raymond, right? Like he didn't get caught. He was the boss of New England. Yeah, and yeah, it's Raymond. He's also Italian. Whitey's Whitey's Irish. Like, (laughs) come on, Raymond Junior or Fredo? Raymond, no, Jesus, I'll take Fredo. Raymond, (laughs) Raymond Junior. Holy shit! He, he he! What a fucking idiot that guy is. They, I mean, the first time that they ever, the first time that they ever got a mafia initiation ceremony on tape was because of him. Did you know that? That yes, yes. Medford was, was that was Med, that was Medford, right? Yeah, yeah. Mike, so, ask I, Mike. I want you to ask Chico uh, the, your rapid fire question. All right. Okay. All right. All right. You're performing a heist. You got four other guys with you. Four four other people with you. And present company excluded old board, old four old board members. You have to, you have a heist to pull And off. it can't be regular Brian Duca, the Dean of Sports Gambling, or the Chatham Pontiff. <laughs> that's, that's the rules. All right. Well, Ozzy's obviously driving. He's a wheel man. That's what I was going <laughs> yeah. That was a yeah. lock. That was like 210. The, the yeah. wheel man. That was a lock. Yeah. Um, Baskerville is there because he's a smooth talking son of a bitch. And he, like, he, he'd be able to d- distract. Um, <laughs> Shit. You get him a sandwich, right? Baskerville was a sandwich guy, right? I think yeah. he's in a coma too. You could you could weaken that burn, like you could bring him in like he's a dead body to get in. Like you bring yeah, no, he yeah, he, he, it, well, but when he does get to talking, he he can he can talk your ear off. Um the uh, Denise for you know, she can distract somebody with their with her endowment. Um uh honeypot, she's a honeypot, all right. Yeah, she's a honeypot, yeah. And who's the last one? Oh shit. Um I mean, I'll just I'll just say I'll just say LJ sandwich out of respect. RIP. He rest in peace. Uh, may yes. he rest in peace. Absolutely. That's that's a good that's a good squad there. They, I like that. LJ could have been the grease man back in the day. Absolutely. Who uh, <laughs> no. All right. Is is Rhode Island pizza hot garbage? What what do you consider Rhode, yes. Rhode Island? Well, I, well, I'm not sure. What do you consider Rhode Island pizza? I worked in I worked in uh, West Warwick for about four or five years and they bring in this this dough with this disgusting marinara and no cheese on it and they try to pass it off pizza. as a Rhode Island pizza that's party oh. pizza and, oh. and again it, it depends it, it can be i didn't it work depends. in rhode island long enough so i'm thinking totino's <laughs> I, I mean west warwick whatever like west west warwick is gar- anything that that's the worst place in the world um no can it confirm. can be i will i will concede that much it can be it's not prepared right i worked i worked at a a, a, a a bakery, a pizza place for a couple of years while I was in college, and I made excellent party pizzas. So, but yeah, I'll, I'll concede as much as I love it, and 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 again, my my inclination to defend everything Rhode Island party <laughs> pizza can be shitty if it's not done right. PC and it, or like your, it looks like yeah. PC or URI? Oh Jesus! I mean, I I went to URI. My wife went to PC. My brother went to PC. I mean, just in terms of the school, like you or I, I had more fun, but PC is like, you know, I go, I, I, I live two seconds from PC. I go to way more Friars games. So, but O'Brien I mean, college, huh? O'Brien okay. college then Brian, you know, Brian, <laughs> Brian is, uh, you know, uh, you saw the kid that transferred to Brian from, uh, from St. Mary's. Yeah. 
like Brian, I guess has the, is starting to develop the reputation. It's like, if you want to come here and take 30 shots a game and be a jackass transfer portal is open, which I, which is fine with me, but I, all right. I'm, There's the tagline. You want to, you want to jack up 30 <laughs> shots and be a jackass. Go to Bryant. Yeah. I'll say, I'll say you are. I, Cause that's, that's where I went to school, but I spent way more time at PC. Fribble or an awful, 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 awful. Uh, th- that was a, a no fucking brainer. Yeah. Um, so anyone, either of you guys have uh, any uh, any questions for Chico uh, Scarzi? Oh, should we go with uh, go with some of the old school uh, Patriots ones? Yeah, Scarzi, uh, that's true. Let's let, let's go ahead, Scartelli. Oh no, I, I, I'm I'm drawing a blank. I'm 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 you know passing the ball back over to you. All right, well, let me let me ask you this. This is something I've thought long and hard about. Put okay. Super Bowl Forty Two aside, okay? We would all pick Super Bowl Forty Two. Uh, as the one result that we could change to complete the perfect season. And this is not Patriot specific. If you could change the result of one uh, Boston area sports team in your life, change the result of one game, what would it be? Uh, game seven um, the, against the Lakers in 2010. 2010. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's either that or uh, for me or, uh, the 2006 AFC Championship game at Indianapolis. The uh, uh, oh, that was that was that one was rough. That one was rough. But I mean, at the time, I would have you know. But given the context, like the fact that the Patriots won, you know, went again, went the next year and won several more. Um, it, it's it's always kind of bugged me that the the Pierce KG Allen team and Rondo only won the one championship. Because and I, KG I hurt like, his knee in 09. That's a yeah, huge that, part I mean, of that. That team was going to be even better, but they, they started off like what, like 25 and two or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, they were like it, the, uh, the, the, the warriors with Durant the first year. They were the, right. They were right. Good. The, the, this is, and this, I, I feel terrible saying this, but I, I, there's been times that I've got like 85 bears vibes off of the 08 Celtics. Like, Oh, don't say that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 I don't really believe that, but there are times that it, like you know, like I build You hear about like our, our Pierce and Allen friends, and I'm like, I don't care, like whatever. But um, <laughs> but if they had won that second one, it would have it would have made made it a moot point. Plus, it was the fucking Lakers, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Kobe got a, got got a cheap one that he didn't earn. You know that that, that was all Gasol and that did the end there. As I remember it, I don't. I don't. The, go the, back the Lakers to, killed them on the boards in Game Seven watch, because Perkins was out. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be my answer. That would be, but oh, the 06 AFC Championship game is a close second. Yeah, agreed. Um, that is the end of rapid fire. And as always, in the spirit of David Faraday, Chico, you win nothing. And for uh, the last segment before final thoughts, uh, didn't want to do it, but Mike and Root, Mike on Route One and I felt that we owed it to you. <laughs> Winning time, the show that we love to hate. Uh, it's been about a month since we've been on, uh, Mike. Uh, my direct messages to you and Scartelli regarding the episode in Boston, which Dave Brown labeled a hate crime against the city of Boston. Uh, what, what is what is what are your impressions of the last couple episodes? That I rewatched uh, episode seven uh, when they played the Celtics in in, in the <clears throat> quote quotation fingers Boston Garden. Um, Michael Chiklis should be fucking ashamed of himself, but that's neither here nor there. What are your impressions of the last few episodes 
of Dan is out on winning time. John's only in because his son's into it. Uh, Chico hasn't watched yet. And Scarty's been out since jump street, but you know, it's the show that you and I both love to hate. What are your impressions of the last few episodes? Well, I've got, uh, I've got um, a a tight 10 on this, but I'll keep it brief because this is us starts at the top of the hour, the second worst show on television that I'm currently (laughs) watching. Uh, You know, you played the music. I I think the music is the best part of the show. Yes, it is. I I fucking love the music. It's great. Um, But you know, I'm glad the I'm glad the Cuba is now in my life. Yeah, yeah. It's um, the last few episodes have been, you know, the 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 Boston episode was just like. You know, can you fucking find like, do you listen to a Boston accent and think that's what people from Boston oh, sound God. like? You know, I'd probably be the same if I heard, you know, like a Texas act, a bad Texas accent. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that sound that sounds like a, a Texas accent. And, and it's, you know, someone from uh, Midland would think it was was shitty. So I don't know. But like, how can you think and how can you listen to Johnny Most audio? Oh, God, it's, think, it's so bad. That's what it sounds like um it, that it was just really like stupid like that's what you think uh, i don't know but you know i have i have less of a problem with the fictional um liberties taken certainly with facts as it comes to you know, final scores i understand all that stuff i'm sympathetic to it and even even negative portrayals of of real people um the Jerry so, West stuff is bananas. Jerry West trying is. to prove that he's not yeah. a reactionary, over-the-top, uh, angry guy by threatening to take his yeah. portrayal of the Supreme Court <laughs> yeah. is kind of ironic. Yeah. I think that's an interesting that's an interesting case to get. Like usually those things are kind of throw them out. Like not usually throw them out, but like more more or less they're not going to win. It's but bad. I think the Jess one's it's an interesting bad. case because because they have you know, you have. Um, you have bus literally breaking the fourth wall saying like, yeah. this guy's an asshole, which kind of like negates the idea that they put the disclaimer at the end of this is a, you know, work of fiction, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, might be less of a, less of a throw it, get out of here um, than, than you'd normally think. But it just, I, I, the, what I take most issue is, is with the one note characterizations of everyone. If you want they've to have Larry the Bird, they've turned the McCainus up to like 15. Yeah, and Bird like like it's just it's like that. You think that's what Larry Bird was? They like. make him out to be a deaf mute for Christ's sake. Yeah, and like even with Magic, it's like the naivety, he, the, the relationship. Like he he comes across as a as a, a PFC Loudon Downey from uh from a few good men with with, with what, what are they talking about Cap? What what's that coach talking about Cap? Like he's like he like just so naive, no, no, totally clueless. And they're trying to make him naive, but it makes him sound stupid. Now I read magic, magic, magic Twitter, was 19. So. Magic was 19. Yeah. Yeah, sure. You know, so I, I actually, so there were two moments in the, in the last couple episodes I thought were okay. That I was like, this is what the show should be. And that was Irvin senior talking to Kareem still a bit on yes. the nose of the dialogue in their house, but discussing kind of their respective points of view that kind of align with the regard to the play, their place in, in America as men, uh, as juxtaposed with, with magics. And, you know, he doesn't get it. So I thought that was really good. Still you know, a little on the nose dialogue and like, oh, come on, but I thought it was good and subtle in, in ways the show generally isn't. And then also the West magic kind of uh, locker room conversation after losing to, to the Sixers was pretty good um, because West wasn't dialed up to 11 and basically Wes calling him out like you're not this happy go lucky fucking guy. And that's kind of what I've been waiting for. 
So when it comes right. to that, I, I, I thought it was, that was a pretty effective conversation. It's an absolute dog shit of a fucking show. I, I can't take it. Did you enjoy Julius Irving? The, the gentleman who played Julius Irving actually looking older than Julius Irving does look now. Yeah. Because I don't think, and I don't think the actor is that old. So I don't know why they, he looks that old. I don't know. Wood Harris, by the way, is 52 years old. Um, you know, this is being his, uh, He's 52. What, what did Chief play to? 43, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Parrish played to like 43, 44. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, the, I don't understand. I think the actor is kind of young. and I, He looked like elderly. I don't, yes. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, I believe he was. He's a uh, the, the gentleman who played uh, Irving in the game action was a famous like one leg dunk off of one leg. Yeah, Sutherland. Right, Sutherland. right. Sutherland. Yeah. yeah. I will say the one thing that it actually, I laughed out loud and it wasn't intentional. When they show the scene in the garden, when Riley gets thrown out of the game for protesting a call by Daryl Garretson, that a fan says, eat a bag of dicks, Riley. No one in the Boston Garden in 1979 who the, knew who the fuck Pat Riley was, a role player on the Lakers and the Suns. No. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it, that that whole whole sequence. And I think there were, I think the parking garage that that Wes was watching, the listening to the game from in his limo was underneath the garden. So apparently it was in the train station. I don't I don't recall that, but there was a parking it, garage beneath the train, beneath the train station, which was above the arena or below right. the arena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, a lot of that was I, I just, the Boston stuff was crazy though, man. That was it was crazy. so over yeah. the top. It was like it was yeah. basically they were basically taking the flag post and, and putting it to to Magic's Temple and in, in, during the busing riots in '77. It's do they have the Lakers team bus taking the wrong tunnel to Logan at some point? That's no, but they have the Logan thing getting yelled. Yeah, getting yelled at. And they had, um, and of course they had, um, you know, that whole, the, the garden, the, go, the garden ghosts and all that shit. It was just like, oh, and the, they did the, show. The sorry, hackneyed, no, I'm sorry. The hackneyed, you know, portrayal of the cartoon leprechaun was just so, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's, yeah. it's laughable. It is. We're spoiling this for Chico. No, yeah. no, no. I, I, like, I still, I, I mean. Mike does a good job. I'm not going to watch This Is Us, although I do. I, I have been entertained over the years of you, you complaining about it. I am still curious. I'm going to decide for myself. But um, there was one question I want to ask you guys. I saw there's a picture going around on the Internet in the last week or two, and it's like a still shot of Larry, Dr. J, Magic, and Kareem. And at first I thought it was a joke. Like, this was like someone that, like, it, it, you know what it reminds me of? You know when you go to, like, as a kid, I mean, they were like, 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 GoBots versus Transformers or something like this was like the like the knock like is that is that meant to really be Larry Bird like I, yeah he's a white guy with stringy blonde hair um yeah. so it just seemed a little cheap like he's I know carrying a get, can like, of Bud with him in every fucking scene he's not wearing the Celtic uniform yeah, yeah. I mean that's the, like and and I'm always, well, how's the basketball in horrible. In, Eight, no, eight okay. foot rims, like, Chico. That's all you need to know. Eight oh, foot Jesus rims. Yeah, it doesn't like, look. It doesn't look like the Hank Gather story though. Like the the rims. Oh, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't look like that. But you know, I, I generally am against any kind of professional sports movie or series existing, and I think this one is a victim of the time we're living in, where everything can immediately be fact checked. So there's that. But like, man, the basketball is just so up. They have to shoot everything it's so up close yes. and like, uh, and from down nice. low, it's down low. The shooting down low. Yes, right. Yeah, because yeah, make them look big. It, it sucks, and you know. Bird, the bird, bird's form release was not terrible. He's, the elbows he's not, are all he wrong. Actually, he, he, the elbows he, are, are all wrong, bad. but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. But like, you know, the basketball sucks. It's it, not it's Tim not. Robbins pitching in Bull Durham, but it's still <laughs> good. That's for sure.
All right, before we go, Chico, um, one of the rapid fire questions was going to be, you know, which immediate in the Boston in the Boston stratosphere triggers you? And the answer was was strong. It was fast. So please go ahead. Who is the media that you that triggers you in 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 Boston? Oh, it's it's Big Jim Murray, and and you guys have actually asked me a couple of times why I'm not on Twitter, and one of the reasons is. I would get, I, I just don't have the self-control to not engage in these kind of things. But like, this is, he's so terrible that he actually makes me in a way respect Michael Felger, which is going to sound bizarre, but like Michael Felger is accomplished at the shitty thing he set out to do in life. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, <laughs> he, there's a, there's a giant mountain of shit, but he stands astride it. Jim Murray is, you know, like a third of the way up, like dispensing mayonnaise in like 99 restaurant advice to, to incels. And, and that's his, and that's his, his cap. And he seems to be content with it. Um, but like when he, if that's, if that was the only thing, the only way he engaged the public, I'd be like, whatever, I wouldn't bug me. But when he actually does, you know, for someone who works on sports talk radio, try to engage in actual sports talk or sport you know sports engagement it drives me up a wall because he it's either just like hair on fire bullshit or you know this like this complete like uh obsequious like boot licking he does with tom brady you know i know it's part of an act in whatever but it's just a terrible one he just seems like an awful miserable prick that somehow people like want to follow and uh, it just makes me angry. I think I'd, I think I'd probably hit him if I ever saw him in person, which speaks poorly about me, but you know, he just does that to me. He's, he's just the worst. I vouch, I vouch for you striking large gymnasium. Chico, Thank last you. thing before we go, are, are you in or out on Brady right now? No, oh, I'm, I'm all done with him. I, I, I like I'm all done with him. Like whatever. Like he, I look. I'll always love and respect and cherish what he did here. But you know, I mean, we saw this coming, right? Even when he was on the Patriots. Like I, I'm sure. You, do you guys ever have this conversation when your friends watch the games? Like if he was on any other team, like I, I yeah, you know, wouldn't stand for any of this nonsense. Um, I'm the just, worm. I, the worm turned for me a little bit when he came out and he said he was the most miserable eight and quarterback in the league. That was well. That I mean, the worm had turned for me at that point. I still like. I tried to just really separate, you know, what happened on Sunday from one to four through for everything else. And I and I don't like. I've never watched any of these documentaries and stuff he does. Like I'm sure there's there's things that are interesting there, but it just, I don't know. I was just interested in the the, the football product, and the football product was obviously you know, no one's ever done it better. But um, the football product doesn't benefit me as a Patriots fan anymore. Um, and in yeah. fact, if, you know, they, he beat the Patriots this year and like, so if I, if I'm not engaged with the football product, I'm not really interested in all the, all the other shit. And, um, when, when he said, well, I forgot what the context was, but when I was the, uh, talking about Oprah's husband there, Stedman Graham, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I love, no. love Stedman. I'm like, what, what guy? <laughs> no, you don't, don't. You don't love Stop it. You don't, like, you just come on, man. Just be a guy. Like, Tommy's just, like one of us. He loves Stedman Graham. Jesus. Just be a fucking Christ. guy. Right. Like that, that, that shit. Like I was like, Oh, that's like, that's, that's the stuff that like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the, the American, uh, the, no, the, the American idol host, the, the Seacrest, like it's Ryan Seacrest shit. Like, yeah, I love Stedman Graham. Why? Why do you love Stedman Graham? Why? Get out of here with that nonsense. Go play in Tampa. 
don't eat tomatoes, prick. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss the worst. The, we'll discuss the Miami thing one time, which I know will trigger uh, Mike from Route One. Uh, Scartelli is the purveyor of the sports junk drawer. He is at the 15net.com and at Pat Scartell. Mike is at In This Town One. Media Mike is at In This Town One. Chico passes on Twitter. Uh, He's my on name, uh, AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> yeah. I'm on uh, my, MySpace. Uh, <laughs> hit me up. I'll put you in my top seven. Chico, thank you for dialing up and joining us tonight. And as <laughs> always, me. It was a turn, off, turn off your radios. <laughs> and we're going to stay positive all the way through. And if you think I'm going to succumb to negativity, you're wrong. you got the wrong guy leading this basketball team. One, two, one, two, three, and... Better, oh, yes, they will. For G-